Hello everyone and welcome back to Do We Know Them? I'm Lily Marston and this is Jesse Smiles and we have made it to episode 28. Barely. <laughs> well, I was like a mid-sip there. Um, well, I mean, we're here, we're here. but um, Jesse might be a little under the weather. Yeah, this is my second under the weather episode. I think our second ever episode I had COVID. And now I have the flu. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah. unfortunately, you know, my kid goes to preschool and uh, he got... Brings home all the drugs. Oh, their kids are so gross. They really just fucking yeah. are. But I, I'm i here and I'm sorry if my voice annoys you, but I swapped out my drink for some tea and hopefully that will help me. Lily's loyal. I'm still drinking my Truly, so, you know. Truly, you have sponsored Lily before. You can do it again. Come on, help a bitch out. By the way, guys, happy new year. Happy new year. It is... January 1st, right? I'm like, what month I don't know. does we're, we're the filming, start on? We're in the past, you're in the future, so it's kind of hard for us to figure out. But yes, for you guys, it is 2023. Which is fucking insane. It's confusing. This I is, don't think I like it. 2022 passed so quickly, and I don't even remember not a single thing that happened. What yeah. happened in 2022? We started a podcast. I was just about <laughs> to say, bitch. Yes, we started this podcast. Hopefully we go well into 2023 and beyond. Um, but happy new year. And um, do you guys have any new year's resolutions? I sure don't. What about you? I feel like I shouldn't share them because that'll be held to them. But you know. Oh, yeah. Accountability. Accountability. Hater. Anyway, what are we discussing today? Today is a bit ridiculous. Um, a lot of TikTok drama today. I, honestly, I don't know if it's just because I consume TikTok like all day, every day. And I literally fall asleep to people scratching lottery tickets. But <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if it's that or what, but I just, it's my favorite kind of drama to cover. It's so interesting to me. It's always just really messy. It is because people, God, TikTok is like, you know, back in the day, witch hunts, you know, burn steak at the witch. That's TikTok. And Twitter. Twitter too. <laughs> burn witches at the stake. What did I say? <laughs> burn steaks at the witch. Um, uh, not feeling good. It's fine. It's close. Um, yeah, so that's what TikTok and Twitter are to me. They're just like um a place for the townspeople to gather and just like ridicule. And it's so awesome. Well, and also the people usually at the center of the dramas going on aren't usually used to navigating dramas, so they don't do it the best way. Well, yeah, and I think we've mentioned this before, but like people blow up so easily on TikTok. Yeah. It takes a lot of years to understand how to ignore like horrible things being said to you. Yes. Like you have to just like callous over your wounds to be able to handle and it. And then also when a lot of the TikTok things end up being like businesses as well, it's not just someone being like a personality. There's like definitely other factors at play. Yeah. So should we start with the pickle one? Yeah, we should. But really quickly, I just <laughs> I just want to bring up um, I was on Twitter yesterday and I saw that everybody was joking about how we disappear in our episodes. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys because when I'm stressing because an episode's finished, it's finally up, I'm looking at it, we're disappeared. Like, we just go into the abyss. I'm like, no, but you guys, you know, you joke about it, you find it funny, and I really appreciate that. I just want to say thank you for being the best audience ever and for giving us for disappearing. And I know exactly what it is. What is it's it? It's because I... It's because when I'm applying the graphics and everything, I need everything to be in the same track, and they never are. 
So I'm always having to move them and then I'll like have everything in the same and then it'll be like one five second clip that isn't. So that doesn't get the same effects as everything else does. Just nobody So it just there. disappears. <laughs> I, yeah. I love it very much. And I just wanted to take that uh, second to say thank you guys for finding humor in something that was stressing me out. But then I was like, oh, it is funny. We just disappear mid-sentence. Come on. Well, again, and if it was ever for like... If it was like for three minutes straight or something, I would definitely re-export it. But the export takes like at least an hour and then the upload takes at least an hour. So I'm like, do you want the episode now or do you want us to go away for five minutes? My brother has this saying and it's so true. He says, done is better than perfect. Exactly. So cheers. Anyway, to the pickles we go. So pickles. It's been a while since I know. No, actually, I have a sore throat. Not one of hers. I don't want a pickle. Okay. Here's the thing. Pink sauce should have taught every single food entrepreneur on TikTok what not to do. Well, you could say that, but honestly, I feel like these food entrepreneurs should know this before TikTok. Like TikTok ruining someone else's business shouldn't have to happen for you to know what like the food laws are. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I... My mom has a small business, right? Not food. <laughs> she does uh, candles. Candles. Yeah. So I have shouted her out a few times on my makeup channel, specifically La Luna. La Luna Glow Candles. And when I shouted her out for like the first two times on my makeup channel, shit just blew up. Like she would just get hundreds of orders. And when I say small business, I mean, it's like her. Like it's just her doing the candles. Like She it. now has to make hundreds of candles. Yeah, so I would like stay at her house for like a week helping her like do the candles, package them. Like we were stressed <laughs> the fuck out. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. <laughs> Too damn bad. Literally, that was us. But my mom, you know, she goes from getting one order every four days or like once a week maybe to... It's a hundreds of Yeah. So like you, I understand that it must be... I mean, it's so exciting. Like we would literally cry and check. Every order would ring and we'd be like... Oh my god, another one. Like it was like amazing, but extremely stressful. Now throw but food also, into that's, that. It's not yeah, I was gonna say that's not edible though. So exactly. she doesn't have to abide by the same kind of but that's what makes it so much harder. So let me just get to the preface of this. Now, what's funny about this is this was one of the dramas that I got from the beginning to the end served to me on my for you page. So I got it from the moment where everyone loved her for her pickles. To when everyone oh, so hated you've her. seen the entire arc play out. I saw out. it all. I saw every second of it. <laughs> What's her name? Because I haven't really... You've just kind of briefly yeah, told me about so it. So her name on TikTok is Pickle Me Everything. And she just... <laughs> you know. <laughs> so she doesn't just do like pickles. She pickles vegetables. So like cauliflower, Brussels right. sprouts. Things like you really wouldn't think would taste even remotely okay in a jar. She would do that. It's not a new business. Contrary to like what everyone's like thinking it has she's been selling pickles for over a year so it's kind of like your mom's thing where it's exactly. like randomly she blew up from something but she had been doing consistent business yes but that's how a lot of people are on tiktok like you just keep doing something yeah. then one video will randomly hit do you know about keith lee on tiktok oh Yes. He is a professional fighter, I think, like, MMA fighter. I used to... <laughs> you didn't know that? That's news to me. <laughs> yeah, so he's a professional fighter. I used to see his videos on my For You page all the time when he would be, like, cooking for his wife and his daughter and all that stuff. And then he recently got into the whole food review thing, which is now what's blowing up for him. I had zero clue he had any kind of 
identity. Oh yeah. <laughs> Before this food review thing. Because the food reviews specifically that they definitely don't play into the fact that he's a fighter or anything. The reason no. they have gone viral is because he delivers them in a very specific, awkward way. When I saw them, they're not like, oh my God, I need to know. Like I, I wasn't obsessed with them. I feel like they're a little weird, but that's like what blew him up in the food review space. It feels yeah. like is the way in which he gives them well if you had kind of seen from the beginning so again he has like other stuff going on but he would do little things like i understand why people trust him so much and people respond so well to his food reviews because he i remember one video in specific he had gone to an evian because evian launched like sparkling water so they did like a party and he vlogged the whole thing and it was like awful and he said the water was disgusting and like he just was so honest and that video blew up and evian was like i'm so sorry you got like treated badly at the party and all this sort of stuff. So he, oh, so that's interesting. Yeah, he's known for being very honest, which people really appreciate. And so when he sits down on his kid's little Paw Patrol chair and he's like, here's this meal. This is how much it costs. I'm going to rate it honestly, whether someone gave him free food or not, he's going to tell you if it sucks or it doesn't. And it's very like bare minimum, bare bones, kind of like, this is what I got. This is what I'm eating. And this is blah, blah, blah. Like yes. he doesn't share a whole lot of other side info at the same time yeah he and he doesn't beat around the bush he's like this is why i don't like it or whatever so on my for you page just i think it was like a week ago now i get a video of keith trying pickle me everything's pickles i believe he i'm not sure if he paid for it or it was sent i know she knew that it was him i mean i think he might have paid for it but like they included a bunch of other stuff the one thing that pisses me off is i couldn't find the vid like the original video of his because he he deleted deleted it. it yeah i never saw this one specifically but i have seen a few others that he's done relatively recently where he's definitely trying to promote small businesses that's what I he did. I don't think necessarily like only TikTok ones, but he's very much like, I wanted to find out if this company was not doing well because people just hadn't tried it or if it was the service or the food or people just don't know about it. Like that's kind of his new little shtick, it seems like. Yeah, so he did the same thing for the Pickle Me Everything girl. He didn't give it like a 10 out of 10 or anything. He's like, it's pickled mm-hmm. vegetables, but if you like pickles, you're going to love it. Like I saw that on my For You page. Well, then, color me surprised when I was scrolling the other day, and I see another video from Keith. Let me see if I can find it really quick, because we have to watch that. Well, actually, before we watch that, I have to show you what he saw that then led him to make this video that we're going to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is um, a lady on TikTok. Her name is Food Science Babe, and she obviously, she like the name implies, she shares the food science about a lot of things. And she was talking about the issue with this little pickle project that this lady had going on. If it comes minor leaking, it is hand sealed, not pressure sealed, not pressure cooked, no can, nothing involved. All right, so this person is selling pickled vegetables off of TikTok, off of their Etsy shop. There are accounts with millions of followers that have been promoting her products. And not only is she clearly not canning them correctly, but pickled and canned foods are actually not even allowed under cottage law in California. There is a risk of botulism with these foods, therefore it is not allowed. Unfortunately, she is blocking and deleting comments from anybody telling her that it's not legal and letting her know that this is a food safety risk. So on top of the fact that it's not even allowed under um, the cottage food operations in California, which is where she's operating out of. Clearly, you can see in that clip, she's not canning it properly either, but even if she was, it's still not allowed. She is deleting comments and blocking people that are just merely telling her that it's not legal and telling her that it's not safe. So I just want to make people aware. I'm seeing comments of pregnant people buying this stuff. You guys don't consume this stuff. It's not worth it. Come on. I don't understand the concept of like, 
I'm just gonna delete all the comments that say it's illegal. Like, what do you think is gonna happen? Now I wanna jump to Keith's video because he kind of talks about how many orders he thinks, like he did calculations or something, how many orders he thinks that he probably got this lady. And I understand the overwhelm that comes with that and the feeling of like, I, I, I don't wanna lose that. Like, I can't have these people saying these things about my business. But when it comes to people's health, when you're selling food, you know that you're putting people's health like in your hands. Like if you fuck up something like pickling and you give someone botulism, they could die. So you can't let your ego get in the way of this type of shit. Well, and they're not, it has nothing to do with you. Like it shouldn't affect your ego. It's not you. Oh but it God. is, right? So like if, if someone tells my mom, like your candles smell like diarrhea, my mom will have like a yeah, horrible Yeah, but that's week. like a personal preference. It's not like a- I guess, yeah. Like this is illegal. I'm disgusted. I'm not only disgusted, I'm upset and I'm disappointed. Let's talk about it. For those that are unaware, I was sent some pickled vegetables the other day. I tried them. I made a video about them. It came to my attention that those pickled vegetables were sealed improperly and can cause damage, sickness, botulism, very, very serious illness. Cancel your order if you made your order. I don't want my message to be misconstrued or misunderstood. Cancel your order. My video has been taken down because I don't stand for that. I don't like how it's handled. She was ignoring comments. She was ignoring people trying to educate her. It's one thing to be ignorant, because as humans, we're going to be ignorant. But once somebody gives you the opportunity to be educated as a responsible person and business owner, as a responsible human, you should take the knowledge and take the education that people are giving you, especially when it comes to harming people. Those pickled vegetables were sent to me and my family and then sent out to y'all. I don't like that. I want to take this time to say I take full accountability and I apologize for not doing my research like I usually do. I usually do a lot of research into small companies. I can admit I had no idea even to look into those safety precautions. And for that, I apologize. I was ignorant. I'm accepting that I was ignorant and I will learn from it. I will take accountability, full accountability. I will look deeper into these small companies that I work with. I don't like that at all. I got on the phone with the lady personally, myself, told her exactly what I'm telling y'all. I told her I'm gonna make this video. I told her I'm gonna denounce it. I don't stand for that. She reposted my video. I told her to take it down. Now we in this situation. If you haven't received your order, cancel it. If you got your order, don't eat it. That's how I stand on that. That's not cool to me at all. You got to be honest with people. You got to be upfront. You got to be honest with yourself. I'm coming back. You got to be honest with yourself. If you making stuff, especially if you sending it out as a business owner, take criticism. You can be harming people. That is not cool to me at all. <laughs> at all. I don't like it. I'm not trying to come for Keith. I, I get that people don't know that there's food laws that you have to abide by, but isn't that kind of insane to you? Like, I don't tout myself as someone that like knows the laws and stuff, but like if someone's making a bunch of shit in their kitchen for a bunch of people, they're not crossing all their T's and dotting all the I's. Like, doesn't that seem kind of obvious to you? Here's the thing. I personally have ordered multiple food items under oh, cottage laws. Well, and I actually ordered my... <laughs> my daughter's birthday cake from a local baker who, when you get the cake, has a big ass sticker on it that says under cottage food law, basically she makes it in her house. Now for me, this is very similar to the spicy bowls. Do you remember the spicy bowls? No. Picture red fucking mucus with like floating hard boiled eggs and they were sending it with no ice in the standard mail in like July and people were tearing those shits up. You're going to tell me you didn't almost die from eating that. Like there there needs to be certain dishes that like turn your head. And me personally, I was a little grossed out when I saw the pickle jar, like when he was taking out Brussels sprouts and stuff like it didn't look nice. It just feels like you should 
kind of automatically be a little skeptical. Not in an unfair way, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's strange to me that it's like, I didn't know that there were laws about that. I didn't think to even, like, well, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the same time, he's reviewing so many places. So I'm like, he was just doing it to try to help out someone. And I'm glad that he recognizes, like, maybe I should be more careful in the future, especially with, like, yeah. brands that ship in the mail like that. So he wasn't the only big creator that promoted Pickle Me Everything. Do you know Mama Tot? I don't, but is it that lady? Yep. In the left side? I've seen her before. Yeah, so she's known, I believe, as Shoe Lover 99 or something like that on TikTok, and she's a sweet lady. Basically, she was also promoting um, the pickles, and we don't have to sit through every person saying the same thing, but she also said the same thing, essentially, like, I'm so sorry, like, to anybody who ate that, like, I shouldn't have mm -hmm. promoted it. Then there's another lady named Auntie Amanda, or Aunt Amanda. This lady was a friend of hers, and I do oh, want to pull that one up because that's kind of bizarre to me. I'm so disappointed and I hate that I have to make this video because Pickle Me Everything Amy is a good friend of mine and I've been promoting her company for a little over a year and a half now under the impression that everything was legal and that she had licenses for everything. And I take full accountability for not doing my own research. I put my faith in just believing what was said right away. You know, um, time and time again, it was always said that, you know, you guys, I have licenses for all these things. And then it turns out she doesn't. I'm so sorry. I genuinely, I am, I'm so sorry. I do feel like that's a little bit different because if she's saying that she has everything in place and it's her friend, like believing her, I think it's one thing. Right. I think it's the people that automatically assume she has everything in place. And like the pink sauce lady literally didn't even know what the FDA was. Right. So I do want to see if I can find the clips. So Amanda is correct because the Pickle Me Everything lady has also done this publicly. She has said, I have a canning license, which you have to have. The whole issue comes from... I'm like you know when you can something you're not supposed to like be able to pop the top like kind of like press it in and out it means it has like a yeah, bad like seal. there's always like if the pop if the thing is popped then don't yeah there's like a saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. um so a lot of people would have that issue then also um the cans would be like leaking and then she would tell people she would advise her customers hey if you have like a leaking liquid coming out just refill it with water and that should like make it better type of thing <laughs> And then she told people, I hand seal it, which you cannot hand seal a can and have it have a good seal. Like that doesn't seal it. It just closes it. Yeah, there's it. literally, there's a TikTok playing that's a caption. It's going, you cannot hand seal a can. Oh yeah, exactly. So I want to see if I could find her saying that. Hold on. Hi, pickle friends and family. Happy holidays to all. That's her slogan. Hi, pickle friends and family. <laughs> oh. Um, guys, I just wanted to say. Thank you so much for all the love and support. It's been an amazing end of the year with all the orders and the love and the followers. With that said, guys, please make sure you're reading what you're purchasing on Etsy. All my items are hand sealed, hand done. It does come minor leaking. That's because it's hand done, all organic, no GMO, no artificial flavors, no preservatives. Also, um, guys, when you do receive your order, if you like it, leave an Etsy review. And if you can, please tag me into TikTok videos. You don't have to show your face. You could just tag the product you got. Anything helps if you tag and share. Um, I hope you guys enjoy everything I made for you guys. I, I got all orders out. First of all, a little ironic that they're, she's very quick to be like, oh, leave me a positive review. But then yeah. when people leave negative, Delete. Plus, then she deletes them. <laughs> okay, hold on. Then there's this. 
Hi to all my followers and friends. Hello, pickled friends and family. Guys, everyone, I've seen what's going on. I have the food license. I have the can license. Guys, just give me some time to put everything together as a video and show you guys all the proof and all the facts before you blow things out of proportion, before you don't know things. So please, private message me if you have a concern or if you're not happy the way I did something. But let me have a second to post everything to show you guys everything then you guys can assume yourselves what you want after that. With that said, there's no orders being processed at this time. All orders are being starting to process on Monday when I show you guys all the proof, the facts. So if you are placing an order, I appreciate it. But just keep in mind, no one's getting their order anytime soon. All orders are being on hold until I prove you guys everything. <laughs> Okay, slay. So now keep that in mind, everything we just heard, because that's going to make this one make no sense. Oh, good. So she uh, issued a public apology. First and most, guys, I want to apologize to everyone. I'm so sorry for all of this. It just happened so fast. Um, I was a small business. It blew up overnight. I want to thank Food Science Babe for bringing awareness to teach me things that I didn't know about this uh, food canning license, about a lot of things. With that said, guys, I am refunding everyone's orders. I truly apologize. I'm working on getting my commercial um, kitchen. We I've had it since Monday. I'm working on getting all the license, the permits, whatever it is that I need to get done to get this properly done. If you want to cancel your order, I understand. No problem. So she just said right now that she's working on getting all her licenses. But in the last one, she's like, you guys need to stop before you you keep talking about things you don't know. I have all my licenses. I'm going to prove it. So my whole mindset is she panicked. She thought I'm going to get the licenses super quick and then like show them or like something like, a like that. like noodles situation. <laughs> literally, it literally is. And then she couldn't do it. And then she had to swallow her pride and finally be backed into a corner enough. Even in this though, she's saying that she'll give refunds. But then the next sentence she goes if you want to cancel your order I, I okay i caught that too and i was like huh like my question is she is she gonna refund and then give everyone pickles anyway i don't know i don't know either like i i don't know i just feel like have we not learned enough from like the karamo show pink sauce i mean come on literally like girl were you not here on the internet for the last five months when pink sauce was plastered everywhere you're selling food and you're selling pickled fermented food i'm like Again, I'm like, I'm not a food expert and would never claim to be anything remotely resembling a food expert. But even I'm like, no, I feel like there's laws. Like, you can't just make a bunch of stuff in your kitchen and be like, it's fine. Here you go. Yeah. And also, it's just the the nature of the food and the whole botulism thing. It's not just like you're going to get a bad, you know, food item and get diarrhea. Like, you could die. No. And I'm glad that the creators that blew her up, you know, kind of retracted that and all that stuff. But I feel like this is going to hurt, like, maybe not. Maybe people forget quickly. But I feel like this is going to hurt, like, future food entrepreneurs on TikTok. And maybe it should, Loki. <laughs> I, th I think if, if it does, that sucks for people that maybe were launching their business. But at the same time, it shouldn't affect those that are going through the proper channels to make sure that they have all the licenses and stuff. You don't just like do it until you're suddenly big one day and you're like, I'll just take care of it when the time comes. Like, no, the time has come. You are selling this to people and you need to make sure it's okay now, even if you have two customers. And then definitely when you have like thousands of customers, like I don't think she understands. It's not just like annoying, like bureaucracy where you just need to have a bunch of paperwork like this is literally someone could have died and the liability on it 
would be insane. But that's exactly how the pink sauce thing felt. It felt like she was like, everyone else is being annoying. And like, what's the FDA? Like, no, there's a reason those things are in place. <laughs> I understand not being totally aware, but like not really when that's your fucking business that you're starting. Like maybe you do a little research first. It's like Keith said, and I can kind of really agree with it, where it's, it, you don't need to be punished for being ignorant, but you should be held accountable when you are willfully ignorant ignorant at a certain point so like when people are trying to teach you and you're blocking because of your ego and you don't want to admit that like the thing you worked really hard on is going south and do what you even were implying that she seems like she's doing is trying kind of like cover it up and retroactively like fix the stuff so people don't get mad and it's like actually no like you can't just like go back and fix your mistakes it's food you needed to fix it before it went out not everybody is just trying to drag this woman but from what i heard she got like thousands of orders from like keith and you know mama tot and all that stuff and i feel like there's a lot of people who were gonna rally and support her and she just blew it like there was a lot of ways to handle the situation to like yeah you might lose those initial orders you might have to say hey i have to cancel orders and do this right like i didn't know but in the long run your name is still out there and you just need to like she could have salvaged it now she's fucked like i feel like who the fuck Doing is gonna that buy little in between story to try and like clean it up and make it so she didn't get in trouble fucked everything else up yeah a hundred percent and it, there's a difference right like I see this with Jaclyn Hill too all the time. You remember Lipstick Gate? How could we forget? <laughs> with like the fuzzy, the Oh my God, what a time the, to be on the yeah. internet. That was like, everyone was going absolutely fucking feral with microscopes and shit, pretending to be scientists, looking at uh, their lipsticks and they had like mold and random shit. Anyway, there were so many people that were upset with that. And then when Jacqueline initially like addressed it, she was extremely apologetic, saying she was like so embarrassed, whatever. Then as the years went on, she has gone on to pro progressively like make fun of it. I remember she dressed up in Halloween, like all in canceled attire. And recently on her Instagram story, she like basically gaslighted the shit out of everyone and was like either saying that like people were like overreacting because of some fuzzies like she called it or something like that like it was some fuzzy it's like um some mold in your lip gloss actually and i remember the metal shards that were like scratching people's lips like it was no. oh yeah yeah there was like poking oh, things we in should it. do a deep dive on I that know, one we should. i'm so sad we didn't have this podcast during that time didn't she kind of try and separate herself from the brand like she didn't make it so like it wasn't her fault it's like well bitch i didn't think you were sitting there in the lab mi mixing the lip stuff but still yours there's nothing you can do that's worse as a business owner than spit in the face of your customers and be like ha 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 fucking idiots like why did you even care you and i talk about that all the time not even with just food or like makeup products in general spitting on in the face of your audience like you need to accept some criticism. I get that not all criticism is going to be what you want to hear, but you have to like be aware of why you're getting it. And I think, you know, this pickle me everything lady in the in the rest of her apology, she does go on to say like I didn't handle this properly and I should have handled it better. <laughs> and that's fine but that means a lot less when you're backed into a corner and you've already tried to clean it up the first way and yeah try and like it, it just doesn't hit the same it really doesn't and the thing is too is like i feel bad i'm not saying she's like a bad lady or anything like that and i wish no. her well but i just think that you know a lot of business owners can learn from this and people need to understand like accountability or like when something goes wrong it's not supposed to feel like really good like you're gonna feel like shit and it's gonna feel like fuck why do i have to deal with this but like we all have to just move and learn and grow and that's gonna help 
you as a business owner and it's going to suck. Just keep fucking pushing. But this, this is not the way to do it. So anybody else who's plans on bottling any jars or fluids, <laughs> please, for the love of God, just learn from this. I think just in general, maybe not everyone is cut out to be a food business owner. And if you don't want to deal with all of the extra things that you have to, like all the checks and balances you have to go through to make sure it's legal, maybe you should pick another product to sell. Yeah, just make some pickles Candles for your might friends. Be better. I just, oh, I don't know. I feel bad for her now that I'm saying all this because like she does look like a nice lady, I guess. And that's the thing though. It's But she looks like a nice lady that's doing it out of her home. And if she isn't able to take the step to make sure she's following all the codes and stuff, then you can't fucking sell food. The most recent thing is that she did get a commercial kitchen area. Oh. And, um, oh, wow. you know. Nice. And it has all, it's up to all the health codes and stuff. Yeah. Someone, the top comment says, I fear that you're setting up a large monetary loss here. Please consider that many people may not purchase now. Be careful. Good luck. And that's actually like a really fair comment because I feel the same way. It's like, yes, you got all those orders, but like now you have a really negative cloud like over your mm. business and it might not be the time to make like a big purchase into a commercial kitchen but then also how else would she proceed if she didn't do this it's just so fucked I think she had to get this space just to fulfill orders well I don't know and then also back to her thing it's like I thought she was refunding all the orders but she did, she didn't cancel them? I know. Them? I feel like this is a woman who probably like pickled things in her house. Her friends and family loved it. Thought she was amazing. Thought, you know, do, does the same thing everyone does. Like we all say like, oh my God, you should sell that. Or, oh my God, our family should have a reality show. We're so funny. Like everybody fucking says the same shit. Doesn't mean everyone should do it. Maybe just stay making pickles for your friends and family. Or just like do a quick, a few quick Google searches first before you sell it. Because isn't there ways, it's not like she wasn't capable of following the things. Like she could have packaged it correctly. Yeah, she and also, you know, not a hate to her product, but it reminds me of those, you remember back in the day, like everyone used those jars and bottles with like liquid and like floating vegetables in them as decor. No. Oh, is that just me? <laughs> oh, yeah, like this, like this. It's giving that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, my dad had them all over my house. I'm done with pickles. That was fun. Yay, round of applause. Oh, round of applause for you, not for the pickles. <laughs> okay, so next topic. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for this one. What is it? Why do you always forget the second topic by the time we get to it, bro? I don't even know because I feel like you have like an internal discussion in your head without <laughs> discussing with me what our topics bro, are. Brittany Dawn. Oh, well, I didn't know if that was number two or if that was... <laughs> yeah, you guys, I didn't even know the name Brittany Dawn before this morning, but wow. One article and I've learned a lot. So, my good pal, Brittany Dawn. This all started... <laughs> I'm like, let me get situated. Yeah, it's it's honestly a journey. There's one part of it that I know is going to piss you off so bad. I'm excited. Okay, so Brittany Dawn, the first time I ever heard of her is she used to be a fitness instructor. I'm not sure how fitness heavy her content is now, but that's like what she used to focus on. She's very cookie cutter, blonde fitness girl. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. So she was selling these personalized fitness plans to her followers. And I forget exactly how much she was charging but it was a pretty penny. $300, I believe I saw oh, in the article. All right. Well, that is fucking ridiculous. But she would sell them for $300, I guess. And then she would promise that if you paid those $300, she would literally tailor an entire fitness plan to you with diet. You can consult with her. You can talk to her directly. I mean... Oh very God. amazing it's giving <laughs> worth connections price. it's giving connections part two like you have access to talk to me directly but 
once people would pay that, she almost never would check up on them. She did not tailor them. Like a lot of people have the same exact plans. Some didn't even get theirs. Like it was just a fucking disaster. And long story short, she is currently being sued by the state of Texas because of this. Not a person, the entire damn state. I guess enough people went and complained because that was even, I think, why I took note of the 300 is because I think a lot of people kind of have to go to the state for this to be a actual it's huge Texas. thing. And she's now being sued by the state of Texas. Yeah. So that's the first I ever heard of her. And she kind of like ran away from the internet, I feel. I, I, I was telling you this before we started filming. Like, I remember her just kind of disappearing. I could be wrong about that, but I do know that she was not nearly... Like she came back and she is now a super religious Christian influencer. And she was not nearly like at all religious publicly or anything. So I told Lily, it's like when people go to prison and they become really religious. And then when they come back, she pulled one of those. Like she got canceled. She came back religious. I would love to have someone do like a deep dive into the influencer fuck up to Christian influencer pipeline. Like how many of the Christian influencers are there because they like were canceled first? Yes, absolutely. So that was an interesting twist, but that's how she came back. Very hardcore Christian, um, you know, which whatever. What's she doing now? Well, there's more to get to before we get into now. Um, this is the part that's going to really make you upset. Um, so the second time I heard of her, I think it was like a year ago now. She was leaving her house and I'm not, I think she either left her dogs outside or she, her dogs escaped. It was one of the two. And one of her dogs got hit by a car and instead of taking him to the vet her partner got out of the car and shot their dog what yeah that actually happened and i need i'm gonna pull up the video because we have to watch it not the video of the baby the dog <laughs> I, being shot. Like, I don't want to see no that. no 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 it was her explaining it i swear it's not Jesus that <laughs> can you imagine i thought we had already gotten to the bad part of the story before you got to the bad part of the story no 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 she is insane this sounds like the the one that not so long ago um oh um yeah who was that again fuck influencer puts dog Oh, it was Nikki Philippi. Oh, Nikki Philippi. That's right. So did you know she used to work at Clever? The only, oh my God. The only video is the Dad Challenge podcast, I think, that I can find of her. But if you hurt a dog, I'm coming for you. Don't hurt dogs. Anyway, this is what happened here. I'm not, so let's watch this real quick and snark on it. This is probably going to be the shortest video that I've ever made on my YouTube channel. And I'm going to try to do it without breaking down completely. You already broke down. <laughs> Yesterday, um... Jordan and I had to run to Lowe's. We had to run to Home Depot. We were just having to run some errands, and I well, left the pups out because usually they're they're fine as long as they uh, are not out for like you know throughout the night. And so they never they what? never get out. Like first of all, they're not cats. I like, was ju- you know, literally that was just the thought crossing my mind because we used to growing up we had a cat that was considered an outdoor cat because he would like to explore the neighborhood during the day but he would literally like go to the neighbors houses and come home and we lived like not he was fine but he lived to be like 19 <laughs> but that's not how dogs are big difference you know when my cat dogs. and my dog get out when they both escape my dog is literally god bless him love you hershey he's so dumb like he literally just like i love him so much but he doesn't know what's Cats happening are very intelligent they are and like hershey is literally just like roaming around in a circle like you're gonna get hit dude jasmine is like Max i got this 
stay on the balcony because I'm concerned that he will jump off the balcony. A cat, I actually, it, it might, you might be concerned for the same thing, but they would land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I've never heard of letting pups out. Leaving uh, the pups roam. out is the, yeah, that's the biggest bullshit I've ever heard. There's no such thing as like outdoor dogs. At all. For anyone who's, oh, if you live in the country, no. Because obviously this is not like an in the country situation because the dogs got hit by a car. The only people I know, well, and I actually don't know anyone that does this, but there are people that leave their dogs out in their backyard. Yeah, this doesn't sound like a backyard scenario. Remington goes adventuring, but uh. She's telling us that her dogs go adventuring. They look like they're out in the public. The road running up to the road has never been an issue for them. And yesterday so, we So, okay, she's admitting it. After we got the stuff we needed at Lowe's and um, turned to the corner onto our street. And I, uh, I thought I saw Brody the closer we got to our driveway, but I, I, I was like, that's weird. Like, why would he be at no? And then I realized well, I it was Brody. And, um, okay, that's all you had to say. I realized he wasn't moving and he wasn't standing. And... Oh, I'm angry. So I jumped out of the truck and um, Jordan didn't even have a chance to realize what, it, what was going on. And I just jumped and bailed out of his truck <laughs> and started running towards Brody. And um, like, I wish, I just wish I could unsee what I had to see. He got hit so hard and there was no, there was no saving him. And uh, I was a vet tech for five years. Nothing prepares you for having to see your own dog go through that. And um, I just collapsed and thank the Lord, thank the Lord no one was driving around that corner because I didn't, I didn't care. Like I wasn't even paying attention. It was just like me and I just wanted what? my dog back. These other men pulled over and blocked the road off. And um, Jordan chased me. He, he parked his car and chased me and just grabbed me before I collapsed on the ground and, and then took me inside and I just was Brody. He was still breathing. That's and important. <laughs> He had to rush me inside while the other two men watched and made sure no one else came. And once I was inside, like, all I heard, I knew, like, I knew what was about to happen. And, and Jordan, like, all I heard was this truck rev its engine so loud from the bedroom I could hear it. And I know that's when the gunshot went off and poor Jordan had to do that for Brody so that... I couldn't even understand what she was saying. So what she said was that, I know because her crying yeah. voice, Kim Kardashian crying voice. What she just said is that her dog was breathing, right? But obviously suffering. He had just, you know, some uh -huh. someone had hit him. She went inside like inconsolable. She knew what was going to happen, she said. And her boyfriend, husband, whatever, revved the like engine of his truck really loud so she wouldn't have to hear the gunshot. And then they shot the dog and killed him. Wait, 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 wait. Isn't it just him? What do you mean? No, she said there was two other men, I oh. guess, that stopped okay. and like helped him or whatever. That is actually fucking psychotic. And I have to just say right now, especially if you are a vet tech or whatever, like, I'm sorry, if your dog's still breathing, you go to the vet. Like, who are you to put down an, like, what are you, a especially rancher or something? Especially if she's a vet tech and she says, and I agree that like nothing prepares you for seeing it with your own dog. Yes, I'm sure it's harder. But I don't think if you were a vet tech for five years, you would be inconsolable to the point that you then are letting your husband 
like, I knew what was going to happen. If you knew that that was going to happen, maybe you run outside and stop it before it does because one, that's illegal and two, you shouldn't be well, doing Well, the it. thing is that she didn't want to stop it. Again, with like Nikki Philippi, it's just this weird, like, what do you mean you're shooting your dog as a means like, to that's fix not, this situation? You're not allowed to do like, that. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you can't just go around shooting animals to put them out of their misery. Like, we literally cannot do, this is not a fucking Wild West movie. Like, it's so bizarre, but she was like kind of talking as if her boyfriend, partner, whatever, was like this brave, brave soul for doing what he did and I just find it all very disturbing so that was a little fun addition then the we moved into time, children well not quite oh, <laughs> one great, more hump great. before we get there so it was the other day I think on my for you page that I saw a video about Brittany Dawn helping quote-unquote oh, a homeless man. man yes because if there's something that's you know great about helping homeless people is filming it well I mean Am she I right? just seems to think that she's helping in every scenario so knowing going into this because i did read an article that kind of summarized all of her uh achievements the last few years i'm gonna vomit going into this i think yeah so the song is um it's still up copy written oh this is literally her page yes okay so she has this whole montage it's from four is that april or is it april written april written 11 2021 <laughs> yeah. yeah so in april 11 she posted a says a homeless man walked in our church last Sunday to tithe 15 cents. Little did he know what God would do for him next. Mm -hmm. Ruin his fucking life. Wait, quick, quick question from a non-religious person. What did he do? He went. To oh, he tithed. So tithing is when you give, give money, money to the church. To the church. Ugh, I just can't like that's my least favorite part of like going to, I don't go to church anymore, but when I did, it would be like this like super meaningful message and then be like, Give us your money. It always just felt like, girl, get that shit well, away from like, me. They accept um, it from the homeless people, really? The thing is that in religion too, they make you think that giving money will bring back money. Like if you donate a certain percentage, like God will, you know, deliver it tenfold and all that, yada, yada, whatever. Um, but anyway, okay. so. New word. Yeah. So then the next slide, or slide, what is it, the PowerPoint? Um, the next clip says, we searched all over to find him the next day and finally found him. And it's her husband. Um, I assume that's her husband hugging him and he's like crying and super you know thankful for their help then they take him to get a haircut and a hair wash and they said we took him to get a haircut new clothes food and a new bible and a safe hotel thank you for that and um of course they film every single step of the way says he has become part of our family and god is ministering to us daily through james in ways we didn't expect then they make him a gofundme oh. the source of every fuck up Ew, in history I don't even, what is the title bless james's obedience what the fuck obedience? I, didn't see that. I know that that's like a religious word too but like ooh. my little brother was recently baptized and i watched it because it was like live streamed <laughs> i know it's so weird anyway when they did it they like made him basically like swear obedience and i found that strange but you know what to each their own i mean my little brother's super happy and you know i have religious family to those of you like when we speak about religion you're like you guys are hating our religion like some of the people I love most in my life are very, very religious or have strong faith, I should say. But the whole obedience thing of religion is a little It's just bit a icky. weird term to... Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so Jordan Nelson, which is her partner, is the one who organized the fundraiser, okay? Their goal was only $7,500, but they raised over $20,000. That is a life-changing amount of money for someone who's fucking homeless, okay? So then um, shows a bunch of happy montages, and it's... <laughs> this fucking pisses me off so bad. The last slide is them together for their... It gives, like... 
um, when you go to ministry in like Africa and take pictures with the kids, like it's giving that. They're like smiling so big and just be like, look what we did. But it says, James, you could say we help save your life, but the truth is you forever changed ours. And the song playing in the background is how to save a life. James never got any of that money. Um, oh. so now I want to say these are alleged because this is a whole lot. Of I was just going to say not to say that I'm expecting the most from Brittany Dawn and her husband, but do we have proof? That no. That so happened? I, I don't know. Johnny is that his name? Johnny. I don't know him. James. James. My bad. I don't know James, but, um, a lot of this is alleged and like speculation and digging people have done on like Reddit and TikTok and stuff like that. So I don't want to say Brittany Dawn scammed, um, this man. I do think she did, but uh, you know, allegedly, right? We got to like protect ourselves. But ourself. we do allegedly. not have proof that this actually happened. Yeah, we don't have proof other than that she sucks. I found James. Okay, so I can't explain how yet. I'm waiting to hear back from him. I did send him a message because I do want to know the truth. So this is what I messaged him literally minutes ago. Um, hopefully we hear a response back. Hi, James. Hi. Hey, um, I'm... Hello. Is it okay if I record this for the people who don't think it's you? Okay. Awesome. Well, you look different now, which is why people are... Well, and your Facebook account is new, so people will think that, oh. like, I made it or, you know, so they just wanted oh. proof that it was you. They all yeah. have been dying to hear from you for the past, like, year, so... I don't even know. I didn't... I was kept in the dark on everything. Yeah, can you explain, like, after you got out of rehab, kind of what, what happened? It, it, it technically uh, is a halfway house, right, is where it was? Yeah, the alpha house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went there, and then when I was in there, my sister moved to Ohio. She let me stay with her after I graduated. And you tried to reach out to, I know you tried to reach out to Cruz before you were done at the halfway house, and then after that, did you? Yeah, we, we still talk on Facebook, me and Cruz. You and Cruz do, okay. I still talk to Jordan, because I didn't, I didn't want to deal with money. I didn't know there was this whole account. I didn't know any of that, so... I thought he was doing it out of his pocket. I wasn't sure. And then um, everybody showed me that there was like a fundraiser. And you had no idea about any of that they were funding for you and that you were supposed to get that money. Yeah, I found out later. They were talking to my family, but never got any. I guess they wanted receipts and all that for how much was there and what's accounted for. And they're having problems with that. As far as we can see, yeah, it was $25,000 was raised for you. And from what you say, you only got 6000 So um, we're trying to figure out what happened to the rest of that and hold them accountable because what they did is not okay. Okay, so I found James and this was his response. Well, now we know he only received a portion. Let's demand the rest of his money to him. I think he deserves that because it was his money. They sent him to rehab to get, you know, on his feet. Okay. Now... That was what that money was supposedly like gonna help towards. Like send this man to rehab, let's help him get back on his feet, all that stuff. Now, when people looked further into it, they say that the rehab he was sent to was like a free Christian one. That's what a lot of people oh. are saying. That it's like uh, so not it didn't actually cost like, the twenty five thousand dollars that they had raised. That's what they're saying. Now they say when he got out of rehab is when he found out about the money that was raised for him, and when he tried to contact Brittany about it, he was blocked. That's what people are saying. Now, personally, I feel like that's a really big allegation. I do have to question where that came from because how the fuck would anyone know that? Well, I mean, people on the internet know a lot of things, but like I hear you. My only thing is like if you have such a big allegation against you and you're being sued from the state of Texas, like. 
like clear it up sister like if you can do like if people are right now accusing you of fraud to this homeless man just clear it up be like no he got all the money what are you guys talking about and like show the receipts and that's it yeah and she hasn't the the fact that she hasn't is a little sketchy for sure because like she has a really bad reputation and she does need all the help she can get so like i feel like if she didn't do anything shady in this you know scenario she would but then also people are realizing that you know like i think four or five months later she got married had like this big wedding people Mm -hmm. are thinking she used the money for that it's, listen, it's not the first we've all heard of GoFundMe no, scams. No, 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 like, this all. happens all the time. It it just is a very big allegation and to not know where it came from. That's like the um, last detour until we get to her foster mom era. Do you want to you wanna hit it? Do I just, should I just read that article? Pretty much, because I feel like that gives a good preface. Okay. So, the first article that came up when I Googled Brittany Dawn into her current controversy which is tight it's a centennial beauty britney dawn foster baby controversy explained it gives a brief history of her past controversies which is why i was somewhat familiar but not completely familiar definitely missed the dog thing but then we get to oh guess what (laughs) she's also faced criticism for spreading conspiracy theories including some QAnon ideas i think she checked every box (laughs) are you surprised (laughs) Okay, so we get to an Instagram photo that she posted October 23rd of this year. So not too long ago. This is two months ago. She captions it. This weekend, our moms threw us the most beautiful foster care shower. Okay, we don't even get through the the full first sentence before. Jesse and I were like, huh? You said, you said, what kind of shower? Uh, I've never heard of that. I mean, I guess you, if you've never had kids, you wouldn't have any kid stuff but also if you didn't know what kind of foster child you were getting like what age would you be preparing for too oh you think that's what it is just to get like supplies and stuff i guess what were you thinking as just attention (laughs) oh yeah like to have that because everything i'm getting from this is giving she wants to be the actual mom the biological mom type of vibes like it's like she's trying to capture that energy which foster moms are you know, moms to a certain extent, but there's needs to be the understanding that there is another human being who has birthed this kid who's like really hurting one way or another on the other end of it. And the point of foster families, like 90% of the time is reunification. So it's like this bullshit, like uh, cosplaying as a foster mom and being like, let's do a foster shower. I find that a little weird, but I don't know if it's normal to do that. So if it is my bad. And then that in the next sentence, we'll continue. She says, this weekend, our mom's threw us the most beautiful foster care shower. And I'm struggling to put into words of how much it meant to us in the middle of navigating loss and heartbreak from our miscarriage. So the fact that they are then tying this back into them losing their own child. So it does very much seem like she is trying to replace that experience now with that, which like it says our moms threw it. Maybe she had nothing to do with any of this and it was a complete surprise. Or maybe we're judging too hard. (laughs) Okay. But um, the Lord is doing such a beautiful thing. What? (laughs) Beauty from ashes. Watching our loved ones celebrate this new season of life with us was surreal. And now I'm typing this as I sit in our freshly painted baby nursery. Again, couldn't you get like a 10-year-old foster child? You can, okay. I think you can set preferences with like certain agencies or like whatever. Babies though, like I feel like that's like not super common. Well, I know, um, I think her name is Them Hoffers um, on TikTok and she's like a foster mom. She's amazing and super sweet and super respectful and like shares a lot of like education about, you know, fostering and stuff. She just got a newborn baby and I think she's had like three in the last like two years or something. Mm. 
Um, so I think it does happen. What I will say is that if you had the intention of fostering multiple kids, I don't know why you would make a nursery. Like, I feel like if you have a newborn, you would just put like a bassinet by your bed type of thing and a changing table and then have an extra room for any, you know, foster kid of any age that might come by. But I don't know their situation or their preference. Maybe they set it to newborn only. I don't know. I guess, like, doesn't it, it like seem strange fucking... to have a newborn baby nursery and then, like, but without knowing what baby... I don't know. I think so, yeah. I mean, let's keep going, but I think the whole general issue that a lot of people have with this is that she is trying very hard to be like, I'm the mom, like, I'm the... Per you know, like, very, very... Well, it's like, I couldn't be the mom this way, so this is how I'm going to do it my way, but it's like, what? And, um fostering is even more selfless and more work than yeah. um, being a mom. Like I, I truly feel like if you want to do it right, you know that you're going to have to love that kid like your own and you're going to have to let it go after that. Like that's really fucking hard. That's what them Hoffers like talks about. So Brittany just like, I don't know. This is just a weird All vibe. All of it anyway, seems a little unorthodox, if you will. Yeah. She says, we don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds it and who is capitalized because she is referring to God. God, yeah. <laughs> Walking through loss has made us realize how how much love we have to give in just a matter of weeks we will be opening our home with one goal that every foster child see and there she says foster child not baby <laughs> that every foster child that is placed within the nelson household will encounter a love they've never known thank you lord for what you are doing and continue to do in the middle of our morning you are a good and faithful father i'm sure he checks instagram um <laughs> That is definitely a poopy face. Someone got this TikTok and was, well, I think it was one of the comments that was like, Oh yeah, the leather jacket just makes this video a lot funnier. Cause she's like literally caring for a newborn, rocking the newborn, doing bottles, all wearing a leather jacket in her house. Girl, get out of here. Who's Serena Joy? Uh, Serena Joy. Someone said it's giving big Serena Joy energy. Who is Serena Joy? I'll Google it. I, like that name rings a bell. Oh, Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> oh my God. Of course. I'm like, how the fuck did I not get that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, blessed be the fruit. Fuck. Just because we didn't give birth, we can't breastfeed, and our title is foster moms doesn't mean that foster moms aren't moms too. Like, I just feel like that's such a weird thing to defend. Like, you just started. Clearly, if you're being a foster mom, like, you know that you're doing something good. I don't think we need the TikTok clapbacks. Well, that's the thing, too, is that, like, them hoffers, I keep going back to her because she's like, someone asked, like, oh, do your foster kids call you mom? And she's like, they call me whatever the hell they want to call me. Like, if they want to call me Miss Cindy, they want to call me mom. Like, I don't, I don't care as long as they're comfortable they're happy they're loved and like yeah. that is someone who like loves those fucking kids and like literally sends them back with like books of like memories and stuff for the parents to have and stuff this girl just started and she's already here like i'm a mom too i changed that it's like girl she just gives me really weird fucking energy but um there was more there's someone who stitched this and I, I don't know how to search stitches tiktok how do you search stitches oh i think it's this one if you support this creator i want you to hear me out for a second Somewhere out there, there is a mother that just gave birth to the child in this video. She's probably still bleeding, still hurting all over, still exhausted from labor, pumping or trying to get her milk to dry up, possibly dealing with postpartum anxiety or depression, all while trying to heal herself so she can have her baby back.
While this lady is posting that mother's child all over social media to thousands of followers, making money from posting her child, talking about how she is the mother to this child and that it was God's plan for her to be the mother to this child, posting about how she's dreading this child going back to its mom, Did when she? reunification should always be the goal of foster care. There are just so many red flags going on with this creator right now, and my heart is broken for this baby and its mother. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm looking at the comments, and people are saying, like, what's not sitting right? Because as I'm talking about it, I'm like, fuck, but she is fostering a kid. You know, that's a nice thing to do. Like, uh, you know, but really, it's the yeah. feel... Guts never off, okay? Vibrations. It doesn't feel right because what she's doing is making it, number one, her personality now. She's a foster parent, whatever, which is well known. You're not allowed to show the face of foster kids. But as someone who has kids, and I've been through the newborn stage and all that stuff, during that stage, like, even now, I don't want to set the camera up across the room while I'm trying to rock my kids to sleep or, like, anything like that, even if it's to prove a point. It's just a weird thing to do. It's very calculated, and it may not seem calculated, but it feels like an accessory situation. It feels like she's literally treating this child as like, look, this is my thing. This is my new thing now. Honestly, if you go back and look at my videos and pictures and stuff, like I don't have, especially videos, I don't even have videos of Max when he is a puppy because that felt uncomfortable to me. I was like, am I exploiting that I uh, adopted yeah. this dog? And that's a puppy. So I cannot fathom doing that for much less like this isn't even an ad adopted child yeah this is a foster child and i think what a lot of people myself included because until we really started this conversation i'll admit i didn't really think of it like that that fostering ch children is not fostering kids with no parents that's not yeah. that's not the majority of foster children and when I think a lot of people do think the term foster children, you think of basically... Like Annie and in I, an orphanage. I hope that this isn't bad. That, but yeah, I was going to say you yeah. think of orphan. You don't think of children that have parents that just aren't really deemed suitable to be their parent right now, but can be in the future. And oh, it gives me goosebumps because that's so sad that she is very much not treating this it seems as like a i'm the temporary caregiver while the mother gets the help like i don't know the statistics behind it but how many mothers like that want to remain the mother afterwards this isn't just like a i gave my baby up for grabs situation yeah and i think that you know if you really think about it from what she the way that she's phrasing it like there's a mother still literally bleeding from birthing this kid just to know that you have such a big platform and it is very plausible that the mother of this child would see that and acting as if like oh i'm their mom like if i had to see first of all i wouldn't want my kids shown at all even if it's their foot or their fucking hand like it's like that's my fucking kid you're supposed to be just taking care of him until i get better but if i had to yeah. number one the leather jacket would just make me furious like i would be like are you my kids like fucking rubbing up like against that shit like i would have been so mad but besides that just using it as like a comeback and being like well i change diapers and i do this like i would prefer someone like them hoffers the only time someone like them hoffers uses you know or has the kid in a tiktok it's like to show how to use a wrap that she made herself for like plus size people or like how to make this bottle how to do that like it's very like not trying to be like i'm so good at this it's just like it's not exploiting the baby it's using them as just a way literally to show. like i just i would be so furious watching this which although my first like i was grossed out at first but then i was like oh but she's doing a nice thing and now i'm back to no fuck you 
Like, this is not right. It's a mix. It's like, uh, same with, I mean, it goes back to a lot of, like, homeless people yep. stuff. If you're helping them, does that negate, does your, you filming it negate that help that you're giving? I don't think completely necessarily, and it depends on the situation probably, but this just feels yeah. Meh. And I, I think that everything that Britney has done, it is weird and she is not a great person. This is not the last we're going to hear of Britney Dawn. Like, I feel like she's just a problematic well, motherfucker. Well, we didn't mention though yet that by November, oh, so I guess she later said that they registered to be foster parents through an agency in January of 2022 after an enlightening experience at church. By November, Brittany was putting a stroller together and installing a car seat in preparation for the foster child in need that will be on the way soon. What? Then she claimed that her mother-in-law had planned a foster care shower for her and her husband. Brittany posted that they became legal foster parents in the state of Texas on November 30th. On December 12th, they shared that they were placed with a baby. Brittany has since posted several videos with the newborn baby, including the one that I think you showed in that one, and refers to her experience as a foster mother as parenthood. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying, because she, we were scrolling through TikToks and we saw one where she was saying the baby's coming in like two hours. Yeah. That kind of gave the impression that she was similar to them Hoffers where it would be like, and this has happened to her many times where it's like, hey, we have a baby right now that needs emergency placement. Like, can you handle it? Yeah, but they were, I thought that was, but they were prepping for it for months. That's my thing. So what do you mean? Is this a Juno situation? If you guys aren't familiar, I had to just like (laughs) rack my brain really quick. It's like, what happens (laughs) you know um that it's like a teen mom but i don't think they would refer to it in that situation it wasn't like a foster situation yeah that would be adopting so this they're still very much referring to as adopting or as fostering sorry but what is interesting is that it continues in this article to say both fans and critics have expressed serious concerns about how the couple acquire this child and their intentions behind fostering given how quickly they were able to become registered foster parents and how rare it is to be matched with a newborn baby some have theorized that britney may have used the money from a GoFundMe that she set Stop. up in 2021. You guys, you remember the GoFundMe she set up for the homeless guy, for James? No. Oh, my God. Well, apparently, oh my people God. think that maybe she used that money, not on the wedding you discussed earlier, but instead to purchase the baby from a Christian organization that coerces mothers into giving up their children, which would be a Juno situation because it would be like, moms that are young and single and unprepared and this church is like give your baby to this family that can take care of it but wouldn't that also be adopting not fostering? yes but maybe they're just saying fostering to because you can't legally i think say that you bought the baby <laughs> that would be so fucked if that's true so then it, it brings up the whole James thing and it says at the time some felt that Britney was exploiting this man to satisfy her own savior complex. Nevertheless, the GoFundMe for James raised over $25,000 and Britney eventually shared that he was sent to the Alpha House in Ohio, a faith-based addiction treatment center that is free to the resident. I told you. Provided they can afford counseling fees according to the facility's website. So yeah, and she even and so she it, tagged is it this not a legend. No, she tagged this place. Oh yeah. So it links to the Alpha House. Free to you. 
Okay, but wait, back to the baby thing. Several TikTok users claiming to be nurses and social workers in Texas have also noted that in an ethical system, newborn babies rarely get placed with non-family members, especially first-time foster parents. That makes sense to me. Like the first-time foster parent thing. And not to like be like invasive, but when did she have her miscarriage? Probably not that soon before. And I feel like that would come into like, they have to have like a mental health kind of checks and stuff. Yeah, I think there's a whole process and it's very long and not a lot of people um, can kind of pass it. And what's crazy to me is that she got approved despite her being sued by the state of Texas. She's under a lot of scrutiny for her scams. Mm -hmm. Like, how the fuck did this woman get approved to be a foster parent? Exactly. And then additional doubt has been raised as why they would choose her to foster. While the point of foster care is to look after the child until reunification with the birth parents can hopefully occur, Brittany has already posted about the heartbreak she would feel if they ever got that phone call and have to say goodbye. You know what, bitch? No. And then there's comments Mm -hmm. that this article has referenced and it's people going, that phone call should be the most anticipated and best part. That means the child gets to go back to the family who gets to do everything right for them. And it doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be sad when it happens because obviously you're a human being and you care about a child as if it's your own and then you let it go home and that's really hard but the fact that you're already anticipating that when a mother just had to say goodbye to her kid exactly (laughs) to for him to be there like it's just so fucked and it just gives really icky vibes it doesn't feel genuine it doesn't feel like it's from her heart and honestly like i don't feel like especially in this day and age with how social media is so easy to access everything i don't feel like influencers like britney should ever be allowed to be foster parents if they're gonna exploit or talk about the process or situation or at the very least i would think that that would be a red flag to the people approving them it's like you would do a little research and only two seconds of research shows that this one is not maybe the best one to be picking maybe we shouldn't choose the lady whose crazy partner shot their dog like wouldn't that be like maybe that's a red red flag on this one and then you have a lot of fucking really good people who because they're not like millionaires don't get to fucking foster kids it's just it's all ridiculous and i just i feel like um the system obviously is very broken and she is a she just gives me really horrible ministry trip i mean if she fucking bought this baby i will lose it can i Again, that is an unfounded allegation. We don't know if that is true. <laughs> Allegedly. But please. Fucking we do not have shit, money to be sued. Brittany, have you bought that baby? I don't I swear we're coming for your ass. If you guys know more about the situation, please let us know because you know we do be lost. We do yeah, be lost. We kind of be out figuring it out on. as we go. <laughs> and that usually doesn't work out for us. And there's people like, you missed the most important part. We're like, sorry. But um, I think we got I was going to say, it. this is what like, I feel like I at least we're on the right track. Yeah. Oh, and then we were just as a, as a nice little end point to revisit our good friend, Andrew Tate. Disgusting. Why? <laughs> did you not? You didn't really respond to any of my texts about it. Did you not see them? Lily, I've been on my deathbed. I kept sending them and she just didn't really acknowledge them. But um, that Greta... Um, uh, oh, right, th- right, right, right. How do yeah. you... I don't know how you yeah. say it. Is it... Thunberg? Is it... I think you say it differently. It's like Thunberg. Thun- Greta Thunberg. I, I don't know how to say it. I'm going to fuck it up either way. But good yeah. old Greta, who is um, trying to, you know, save the world from global warming. Yeah. You'll probably remember her from when she was like 13. Well, she's 19. She said, how dare you? (laughs) Remember that speech? We need more of her in the world, I believe. Yeah, um, she has tremendo fucking cojones. Seeing how she has aged, it's just like, oh, well done, Greta. (laughs) 
<laughs> so our good friend Andrew Tate, I don't, as far as I know, this is it's only like a one or two exchange conversation. This isn't right. like a ongoing thing. I don't know what fueled his initial tweet to her, but it's. Him tweeting her saying, hello, Greta Thunberg. I have 33 cars. My Bugatti has a W60, blah, 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 blah. my two Ferrari, 812. He's like listing the engines because he's fucking a fucking tool. Him. And then he goes, this is just the start. Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions. And then he has a picture of him putting gas in one of his cars. <laughs> hey, bro, take this picture of me really quick. Literally, someone responded to it and was like, hey, take this picture so I can do a sick burn to this 19-year-old girl on Twitter. But then our girl Greta says, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. She, she does have a lot of balls for a 19-year-old. Oh, hi, Lily here. We wanted to film an actual update, but, you know, it's New Year's, so... We were a little busy. But anyway, there's been a new development with our good friend, Andrew Tate. And, um, well, long story short, he has been arrested by the Romanian police and is being detained for 30 days. Um, we'll get to those details in a sec. How did this all happen, though? And why is Greta to thank for it? Well, as we had said, Greta responded to his original tweet, and apparently that rubbed him the wrong way. Not to mention it seems like he has some kind of maybe humiliation kink because he kept the conversation going and responded with, this. Release some greenhouse gases. I'm obviously a stranger to online controversy. It's not something I often do. But now the mainstream press is commenting on the fact that I was informing Greta that my very extensive car collection with internal combustion engines, which run on dead dinosaurs, have an enormous emission profile. And she replied by telling me her own email address. Greta's email address is, I have small dick energy. Why would that be your own email address, Greta? Strange. I mean, also, I don't want to assume her gender. It's 50-50, but it is what it is. I'm not actually mad at Greta. Please bring me pizza and uh, make sure that these boxes are not recycled. Thank you. So I'm not actually mad at Greta. Right? Because she doesn't realize she's been programmed. She doesn't realize she's a slave of the matrix. She thinks she's doing good. Someone has sat her down and convinced her to try and convince you to beg your government to tax you into poverty to stop the sun from being hot. And then, because I called her out on it, the global matrix got this bot farm to like and retweet and all this bot commenting to try and pretend that her telling me that she has a small dick in her own email address somehow teaches me a lesson. Welcome to a new episode of The Clown Show. But now I know at least that Greta, with a little hate-filled face, bitter, sitting somewhere without the heating on, in the cold, little hat, shivering, <laughs> use my tweets. We're just going to make my Twitter account far more fun into eternity. 
You know, there's so many weird things in this video we could focus on, but for right now, for the sake of time, we're just gonna hone in on this little weird pizza delivery he gets halfway through, which ironically, he never even opens the pizza box. So I really don't understand why he felt this was necessary to do, because it ended up being the key to his downfall. Because along with the rest of the internet, apparently the Romanian police also saw this video and they were like, hey, that says Jerry's Pizza on that box. And plot twist, apparently Jerry's Pizza is a Romanian pizza chain. So that was all they needed to be like, hey, he's in Romania, let's go get him. And the Romanian police went and raided four properties and then arrested Andrew Tate, his brother, and two Romanian women. And they're all going to be held for the next 30 days. Originally, it was actually only 24 hours, but then the prosecutor was like, hey, can we get an extension there while we uh, keep investigating? And the court was like, yes, absolutely. So now he's being detained for 30 days and... Full disclosure though, I actually don't think it's been confirmed that it was actually this pizza box that was, you know, the key to unlocking his location. If it really was, he's possibly the dumbest person ever because again, he didn't even open it. So what was the point of including it in the video? I don't understand. Then again, I don't understand a lot of things about Andrew Tate. Anyway, oh, I don't even think I mentioned this whole investigation, which by the way, has been going on since April. It's all surrounding suspicions of human trafficking, and forming an organized crime group. So there's that. But um, of course, if you ask his followers, they'll tell you it's actually the Matrix that is responsible for this. Actually, if you ask him, he says that. The only thing I will say I don't like about being banned is that you get three lives when you attack powerful people. They first ban you and try and shut you up. Secondly, they'll put you in jail for something you didn't do. And thirdly, mm. they'll kill you. So I've used my first life. The Matrix has attacked me. There you have it. This is obviously not true. It's not like he's talked about all of these topics in past interviews and pretty much admitted to all of it. Oh wait, he did do that. This is probably 40% of the reason I moved to Romania because in Eastern Europe, none of this garbage flies. If you go to the police and say he raped me back in 1988, you should have done something about it then. If you go to the police and say he raped me yesterday, say, okay, if you got physical evidence, all right, is there CCTV proof? Where'd it happen? Okay, let's go interview him right now. And if it wasn't really right, oh, that's, oh we went to the club, we got drunk, she agreed to go back to my house, we started having sex, and then we carried on having sex, and then we had sex, and she didn't say anything wrong, and then she texted me afterwards, and I didn't text back, and now she's saying I raped her. The police said, okay, she didn't But But no, not in the West. In the West, you can tell them that exact story. You're still fucked. You're fucked in the West. People say, why do you in Romania? And I explain my five reasons. One of them is to be too hero. They go, oh, well, you're a rapist. I say, no, I'm not a fucking rapist. But I like the idea of being able to just say to, to do what I want. I like being free. I found this little webcam thing, and I was like, mm, this might be some money. So I text all my girlfriends, I think it was five of them. Well, Tristan will tell you the story, he'll tell you. All five flew in, picked them all up, they're all sitting there, I sat around the same table. And I was like, look, we're gonna start a webcam business, you're gonna stay, you're gonna live in London, I'm gonna look after you, and we're gonna be rich, rich. We're gonna be a team. And they're all like, well, who's this bitch? I'm like, she's my girlfriend, she's my girlfriend, she's my girl. You're all my chicks. Oh. And you're gonna stay here, and we're gonna make some money. Big fight kicks off, blah, 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 blah. Three left, two stay. Those are my first two girls, and we started this little webcam business for my apartment, and it just grew and grew and grew, and it got to the point where at one point I had 75 women working for me in four locations. Man. And I'm doing $600,000 a month. This is in the UK. So, but this leads into the story of why I moved to Romania. So at the height of my webcam pimpin, I think I'm the king of the world, right? I have all these women, da da da. But the problem is, my first two girls who worked for me worked for me because they loved me. Mm. I love this man from the ghetto streets to the hotel suites. So we're working together. But then once once you get bigger, you start hiring girls who don't love you. They're in it for the money. And then I had one girl, and she got too drunk one day, and she threw up in my apartment. I told her to clean up. She refused to clean up. Start being an idiot. So I took her stuff throughout the window. You never hit a girl, right? Can't yeah. do that. But if all the other girls see me be disrespected, yeah. they're gonna lose respect for me, Facts. right? And she was my biggest earning girl. She made me on her own maybe twenty five thousand dollars a month. Oh, shit. So I didn't want to fire her, and she knew I didn't want to fire her, which is more reason why I had to fire her ass. <laughs> her by her two arms and marched her out the door, locked the door, ended it. She starts texting me, texting me, you owe me my last month's wages, you owe me my money, give me my money, did I text her back, I ain't paying you nothing, you threw up my blah, 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 blah. She went to the police. Oh shit. And told the police I hit her. Four months later, five in the morning, four months later, I'm laying in bed. I heard the door, boom, 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 boom. 
and I don't know how I knew. I just knew it was police. But I didn't know what it was for, right? But I, I, there's a few things I can't say in the podcast. I've done. I've lived a varied life. I've done some things when I had to pay the bills. I like flush my phone down the toilet quickly. Come in, come in. So try to hide shit. But all these chicks just stuck in their house, sitting there bored, completely in love with me. And of course, they don't go out. They're not allowed. I don't have to fuck you. Forget this sex part. That's a distraction. My dick can stay in my pants. I'll start beating the shit out of you. How about that? Walk in the bedroom. I start kicking your ass. No sex. No sex involved. But you cry then. Here's a little move. When I grab you by your neck and you start annoying me, trying to resist, and I just pull. Passports, man. If I fuck up and England wants me in jail, I can fly a Nigerian passport, or an American, or an English, or a Polish, or an Estonian. I have so many passports. Are you gonna block them all? They can't stop me traveling. There's always a passport I can pull out. There's always a driver's license I can pull out. If you ban one of them. Okay, though, seriously, jokes aside, quick question. Who is the matrix in this theory? Are we still talking about, like, the global elite? Is Ellen involved? Or is, is that a different conspiracy universe? Like, is the Matrix a group of people? Are they people? Is it the Illuminati? Did we, is it just like, are we just doing a name shift, but it's same kind of group? Or is this based on the movie, The Matrix? Like, do I need to have seen The Matrix to understand what world we're living in here? Is it really weird that I haven't seen The Matrix? Probably. Anyway, I'm just very confused and want to understand. So if anyone could uh, sound off in the comments and explain this whole Matrix narrative, I would be very appreciative. Anyway, in regards to the validity of all the claims being made against him and the allegations, it is worth noting, as I said earlier, this investigation has been going on since April. And do you want to know what else happened in April? He was raided for the first time for the exact same thing. So, I mean, this whole Matrix narrative, it's fun and great, but uh, it seems like Romanian police don't believe it and they think there's something else going on. And I don't know, it seems like maybe they wouldn't waste the last year if these were completely baseless. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But otherwise, I think that pretty much covers it. Definitely didn't have Greta Thunberg taking down Andrew Tate on my 2022 bingo card. But you know, here we are. So um, update on my update, I just Googled it and it turns out this whole like pizza box narrative that that was the key that led Romanian authorities to raid Tate's property. Yeah, unfortunately, as I assumed, that isn't the case and the authorities actually told the New York Times that that was not the case. So fun narrative, but turns out it just happened to be a coincidence that honestly really worked out in favor of Greta. You can't pay for that type of PR. But anyway, I guess at the end of the day, does it really matter why the human trafficker gets arrested as long as he does? I'm gonna go with now. I will leave you with one final tweet from Greta, who definitely is kind of taking credit for this regardless. But following the arrest, she tweeted out, that's what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes. Which obviously I also take as her admitting that she is the leader of the Matrix. More on that next week. Back to us in the past. Anyway, I'm gonna go die in my bed with the Thank flu. you so much for joining us and getting out of bed of for this couple hours. My pleasure. <laughs> yeah, this was a good one. I had fun talking about pickles and Brittany Dawn. Well, I mean, you know you love your TikTok scandals. I do. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, let us know if there's anything else going on that we missed and if there's any information specifically from any of these stories that we missed because we don't have it all, but we'd love to see more. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for watching and Happy New Year. I was going to say, when does this go that? up? Happy New Year. <laughs> Fuck, it comes up on the first. Does it? Yeah. Should oh, we, sh yeah, a little like, should we film a new intro? Yeah. Maybe we'll be we a little should. more upbeat. Okay. Well, I mean, here, so let's end this one. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Year. We love you. See you next Sunday. Bye. Bye.